Welcome to another episode of Crypto Riot, the show that takes the magic and mystery out of cryptocurrencies and amateur investing. I'm your host, David Hay, and in today's episode, I'll be revealing the top five cryptocurrencies to own in 2018. I've hand-selected two of the original cryptos, one crypto that doesn't even use a blockchain, another one that has a focus on privacy, and lastly, one that is really focusing on bringing all the technology together in a usable way, so maybe one day in the near future, your grandma is gonna be using crypto. I'll also explain in detail how I've configured my portfolio to deal with a lot of the uncertainty that's coming next year. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. So without any further ado, let's get into the top five cryptocurrencies to own for 2018. Coming in at number five is... For those of you that watch my channel, you'll know I'm a huge fan of Litecoin. I bought my first tokens when they were under $10 and I started covering it extensively on YouTube when the price was right around 40. Well, now the price is sitting at $66 and Charlie Lee just keeps coming up with better and better solutions to the struggles that Bitcoin's having. If you've been following Bitcoin, you'll know that they're having a lot of issues with their miners and a lot of issues reaching consensus on the best way to move forward. Litecoin is a fork of Bitcoin, uh, but the community is a little bit more cohesive. They have a more pragmatic approach to cryptocurrencies. So things are possible on Litecoin that right now that just aren't possible on Bitcoin. Microtransactions are possible in Litecoin, which is something that's not possible in Bitcoin right now. And in addition to that, uh, Litecoin is also testing atomic swaps in the Lightning Network. Atomic swaps and the Lightning Network are a really big deal because sometime in the near future, it's expected that we won't need to use centralized exchanges like Coinbase, Kraken, or Poloniex. Instead, when, say, Mary has 10 tokens of Litecoin she wants to exchange in for Bitcoin, she will be able to go and find a stranger that has Bitcoin that wants to buy Litecoin. The system will pair them up, there'll be a smart contract in place, which guarantees that both, par both parties that have never met each other are completely protected. Mary will exchange her Litecoins with a stranger. The stranger will send her Bitcoins in return. And this whole transaction will be able to take place without a third party exchange, which is a really big deal when you think about how a lot of the theft has occurred in Bitcoin in the past. I mean, if you didn't have to trust Mt. Gox, if you didn't have to trust a third party, if you just have to trust code, in my opinion, that's a much better solution. So I'm really excited about the developments that Litecoin's making. It's a really great way to hedge against Bitcoin, and I'm very optimistic for what it's gonna do in 2018. Coming in at number four is... I've been a huge supporter of Monero for over a year now. I started covering it about three months ago on YouTube because I'm a firm believer that one of the best functionalities of cryptocurrency is privacy. And I understand that right now, a lot of Americans don't feel that that is really essential. But when you start looking at more emerging markets like China or even markets that are really struggling with their governments like North Korea or Venezuela, uh, privacy is going to become a more and more important issue. And one of the things that I think a lot of Americans don't realize is that a lot of professionals or a lot of industry experts are expecting regulators to get involved. Banks have been a little bit quiet. Uh, governments have also been quiet. The IRS hasn't really 
said too much other than the, they're going to count Bitcoin as property. Uh, but overall, somewhere in the next 12 to 18 months, I think it's pretty safe to say that we're going to see more regulations. So while we hope that regulation will provide a stable framework for growth, it's also very difficult to trust and expect your government will have your privacy or your best interests at heart. So it's for that reason Monero is my number four pick for 2018. Coming in at number three is Cardano is a project that I've only recently become involved with. And the reason that I like Cardano is because in my opinion, it's a long-term hold. Charles Hoskin was the uh, CEO of Ethereum. He is a very much a cryptocurrency fundamentalist. He believes that code is law uh, and he believes in elegant technical solutions. So his team, uh, and they have assembled a great team of academics and scholars, are working on really the hardest cryptocurrency issues or where technical problems start popping up, and they will as we start to scale up. Cardano is promising to sort of be that Swiss army knife. And it's for that reason I have a very optimistic outlook for this. I do need to mention that they do have a very high circulating supply as far as tokens goes, and that they are very early on in their development. So when I am looking at Cardano, I'm not looking at it as a, a buy and sell, or I'm not looking at it like a three month hold. It's definitely one of the tokens that I plan to purchase, mainly because I believe in the team, their ability to solve the problems. And uh, if they can even do a fraction of what they're discussing in their white paper, uh, this is a project that I wanna be involved with. So it's for these reasons Cardano is my number three pick. My number two pick is one of the more interesting cryptocurrencies. It is, of course, When I first started covering IOTA on YouTube, it was trading under 20 cents. The reason that this project is so important is that it's one of the few cryptocurrencies on the market that doesn't use the blockchain. And the blockchain is a revolutionary idea. When you compare it to like, for example, the systems that banks are using, if you compare it to proprietary uh, solutions that are available on the market, the blockchain is a huge step forward. Uh, the team at IOTA have taken the blockchain one step further. So instead of all of the transactions being linked together and available on one public ledger, uh, they're using a slightly different system. So what happens is when you carry out a transaction on IOTA, instead of needing to tell the whole world what's happened, you only need to select a very small random subset of people. So to give you an example, if you ask 10 random strangers uh, who the president of the United States would be, it would be pretty unlikely or it'd be almost unthinkable that all those 10 people would give you the wrong answer. And because they don't know each other, there's no possibility that they can collude and give somebody the wrong answer on purpose. So in this system, you don't need to propagate nearly as much information on the network and that's really gonna help with scalability. The other big advantages of, the other big advantage of IOTA is because it's decentralized and it's peer to peer, uh, and it doesn't have this massive overhead that's going to be needed by the blockchain, all of the transactions are going to be free. So this offers a fundamental difference compared to every other cryptocurrency in that, sure, Ethereum or these other newer cryptocurrencies, they might have transaction fees of like 0.01%, but when you start dealing with IOTA, they are starting to talk about completely free transactions. And then they also start talking about integrating the internet of things, so they talk about a world one day where your smart car will drive up to a charging station. Uh, they will both be using the IOTA token. They'll be able to talk to each other without humans being involved. And they'll be able to exchange services between two Internet of Things devices completely seamlessly with their own currency that's not fiat reliant. 
So it's for that reason IOTA has huge goals. Uh, I mean, right now they're up 400% for the year. I've been really impressed with my returns. So IOTA is an excellent hedge against Bitcoin. It's an excellent hedge against the blockchain. Uh, they have a great team. They're making lots of progress. They have had a few technical difficulties in the past. They've done a good job at communicating those. Uh, with the people involved and they have made a lot of progress when it comes to just their network uptime and their ability to carry out transactions. So it's for this reason IOTA is my number Before we talk about the number one cryptocurrency for 2018, let's take a quick break. Blockchain will change the way we use money the same way the internet changed the way we access information. Last but not least, the number one cryptocurrency to own in 2018 is... Bitcoin might seem like an unusual choice for my top 2018 cryptocurrency to own. The reason I've chosen it as my number one cryptocurrency is that over the years, every single time I've bet against Bitcoin, I've been wrong. Bitcoin has this huge advantage in that it's first to market. It's gotten a huge amount of publicity and we've seen this incredible growth. So it attracts all of these new users, all these non-technical people. And now we haven't really even seen Wall Street and the financial sector get involved in this. And so I don't for one second think that Bitcoin is the most technologically advanced uh, cryptocurrency. I don't think it has the best governance or even the best community, but it is so hard to get past the advantage of first to market. If you're looking through news articles, if you're gonna to talk to uh, novice users about cryptocurrencies, I guarantee you they're going to start talking about Bitcoin. If you talk to people that are involved in cryptocurrencies, they're going to tell you that their first purchase was Bitcoin. So it's for this reason that I expect to see continued growth. The other important thing to understand about Bitcoin is that there's a limited supply. There's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoins created. 18 million of those are already uh, in circulation. So as this uh, user base continues to expand, and I absolutely think it will in 2018, more and more people are gonna enter the market. They're gonna get their feet wet by buying Bitcoin. And because there's no way to produce any more of them, we're going to continue to see an upward price trend. Bitcoin is not free from drama. We have seen this crazy battle between Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin. There's some obvious market manipulation uh, that's taking place. If you look at this transaction uh, that happened even a few days ago, I got this message from a friend of mine who saw a uh, Bitcoin ATM in Mexico and wanted to, uh, to make a purchase. He purchased $13.80 in Bitcoin and ended up paying $12 in fees. So this is really disappointing to me because I keep talking about all the advantages that cryptocurrency brings. And then here's a piece of evidence actually showing that it's, it's worse in every sense of the word than a bank or a financial institution. So you can never really be certain. I can't imagine Bitcoin Cash or any of the other Bitcoin forks ever taking over Bitcoin, but I wouldn't ever wanna be 100% certain of that. So a lot of people say Bitcoin's been performing so well, why don't I just leave all of my money in Bitcoin? And historically, if you did that, you would be a very happy camper. 
But because I'm talking about the whole year of 2018, because there is uncertainty, uh, I would only make Bitcoin maybe 40% of my portfolio and then I would have the rest of my money sitting in altcoins. And that sort of hedges against, uh, that really hedges against all my positions. So in this portfolio, you have Cardano, which is excellent for smart contracts and innovations. You have IOTA, which is an alternative to the blockchain. You have Litecoin and Bitcoin. Uh, both of which have a proven track record uh, and are also some of the best known cryptocurrencies. And finally, you have Monero, which is really, really already the number one cryptocurrency when it comes to uh, moving money and doing private transactions. So in this portfolio, it doesn't really matter which technology wins. Uh, you've pretty much covered all of your bets. And when you look at how much Bitcoin's increased, when you look at how much IOTA's increased, I said 400%. Maybe let's just say I'm wrong about three of these five cryptocurrencies. I, I would anticipate next year that the two that I'm right about would easily offset any losses uh, that were encountered by the other three. Full disclosure, I'm not paid or sponsored by any of the cryptocurrencies I've discussed today. In addition to that, I'm not a financial advisor and everybody should take full responsibility before investing into any cryptocurrencies. Please do your research, read your white papers, and make sure you go and watch videos from other people that disagree with me and make your own decision for yourself. So good luck to everybody. Happy investing. Until next time, I'll see you later.